Hi, friends. Merry Christmas. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun and our 2018 Christmas party. So far, we have had the girls from She Reads Truth on Monday at our Christmas party and my friend Danielle Walker telling us some of her favorite Thanksgiving recipes and talking all about the holidays and also Becca Stevens. I'm going to count her as part of our Christmas party because she told us some great stuff to get at Thistle Farms. We have a great couple of shows coming up for you over the next month. I think you're going to absolutely love it. I'm like, giggly about it. Don't you know there's a Hallmark show or two coming your way? Don't you worry about that. But today on the show is the music from one of my best friends and a guest that's one of my best friends. The music in the background is our good buddy Dave Barnes. If you haven't gotten his Christmas albums yet, you need to grab them. Y'all, they are so, so great. And today on the show is one of the dearest and best. Another Enneagram 7, me and Ellie Holcomb, are just two women cut from the same cloth, but cut different shapes out of the same cloth. And I just adore her. We actually just got to be together a couple of days ago in Montana, speaking at the same, spinging as we call it, speaking and singing at the same event. And we just loved it. I just, I I can't say enough good things about how pure hearted and kind Ellie is. She is, when you meet her, you know, her heart is just pure. And it is, it is such an honor to be friends with a woman like Ellie. She has a new kids book out. I don't know if you've heard, it's called Who Sang the First Song? And then there's an album that goes along with it called Sing. And it's just beautiful. And so you need to make sure you grab those. If you're stuffing some stockings of some kids in your life, if you have nieces or nephews, or you're like me and you have a bunch of mini BFFs, Who Sang the First Song is such a great book to give to them. So I think you'll really, really like it. So let the Christmas party continue with this fun conversation with my girl, your girl, Ellie Holcomb. Merry Christmas, Ellie. Merry Christmas. Welcome to our Christmas party. I'm so glad to be here. I love I parties and I love Christmas. Man, isn't it the best? How? When did <laughs> y'all put up your Christmas tree? When do y'all do that? What are the rules in the Holcomb, Holcomb home? home? We can put it up. Well, it depends on our tour schedule, honestly. Right. Usually, actually for a lot of years, we had a fake tree, which is not my jam. Really? Usually. I love the real but we traveled so much on our Christmas tour. We would literally unpack our tree from our van from touring and put it in our house. No. <laughs> yeah, because when we became friends, y'all were on like a, y'all would do massive long Christmas tours. Like you most of December. Yeah. yeah. And now we just do, we're just doing three dates. So that feels good. But yeah. we, but I have some other dates that I do for my music. And so, right. Uh, so we're going to do right after Thanksgiving. And oh, yay. Well, we did right after Thanksgiving. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> I put it up like the first week of November. Really? I just decided it was time because, you know, I moved into my new house yes. and I want it to feel like home. That's right. And, and I that think Christmas so does that. Homey. And the yeah. lights, the glow from the lights. Right. The tree. So I just wanted to kick it up early. Is that a job? Now, there's I'm so guessing many rules, you got to have a fake then. Yeah, for sure I okay. use a fake. Yeah, okay. I've never actually, I think in my growing up life, we barely had real ones. We did sometimes, but most of the time we had fake ones. And then you just light a candle. Yeah, totally. A light favorite a Christmas, Christmas smelling. Favorite Christmas smelling candle. The one from Target that's called Fur. I love that one. It's so good, right? Am... It really smells like Christmas. <laughs> it really does. I bought three at the end of last Christmas. I always wait and buy them they go at the end because they go on sale. Mm-hmm. And then I'll grab a handful and put them in my container. There's one that I found one time that is called Christmas Tree in a Can. Does it work? Does it, it smell like? It smells like a Christmas tree in a can. I am drinking an Icy that you brought me, which makes me so happy. Happy While Christmas. While people, people are like, why is Annie responded? Because she's face deep in an Icy. <laughs> I went to the BP down the street right before this so and saw impressed. the Icy machine. I was like, I'm about to see Annie. You're like, it's I know my girl. freezing outside, but Icy's for sure. <laughs> I love it. Okay, tell me what it is. One of my favorite things about doing a Christmas party every year is we just get to talk about everybody gets to kind of answer some of the same questions but tell me what it is about christmas what is it about christmas that we all like love because i don't know a lot of people who hate christmas i don't either i don't know anyone that i can think of me besides either. the grinch who I right no person he comes around but he comes around yeah he does the best that's right uh i think that this is gonna sound weird because i grew up in the church um, but I have not really done like the practice of entering into Advent and yeah. like that whole just remembering this beautiful story. Yeah. Um, and so the past couple of years, I've been doing that reading through um, the Jesus Storybook Bible with mm-hmm. my kids, mm-hmm. and and it goes from you know Genesis, and then really she didn't plan it this way. I don't know if you knew that, but like it's 
25. Like it's perfectly timed if you start on the December Jesus 1st. story, but Bible is. The, yeah, the Jesus story Bible. So you can read every story starting at the very first one yeah. and you'll be to the Christmas story. Oh, right? And wow. she did not write it that way intentionally, but as it well, turns out, it. it is like been. So it's been so sweet. Um, just remembering the story, the overarching story of God's yeah. love for us. So that yeah. has been beautiful. But I think there's something too, just in the, there is something that feels so grounding because I think um, you think of home at Christmas. Yeah. And so yeah. there's there's a really grounding and familiarity of it, of the traditions that yeah. happen around that time of yeah. year that just, that just make me feel grounded. And all our stories start at home. Yeah. You know, and yeah. so I think in a way it's like you kind of go back to that. Yeah. I don't know, in the place. Good Grit magazine that I was, yeah, you know, I have one here for you, by the way. Um, I wrote so. a couple of pieces about home because it's a holiday. And then also our mutual friend, Christy Knuckles, her whole season <laughs> right now that she's recording of the glorious and the mundane is about home. It's about home. It's a big deal. Yeah. Why? Why does that feel like it's circling back to us? Do we feel homeless? Yeah, I think. I think we do. Well, because we're, uh, here's the deal. And this is, okay, I'm going to go Dr. Jeremy Begbie on Yeah, it. come on. I don't know who that is, but <laughs> okay. go there. I'm going to take it to music too. Okay. But this idea that God created our perfect home yeah. in, at, at the beginning and and it was full of fellowship and it was full of work. Yeah. There was work in the yeah. garden uh, before the fall and, and beauty. So this perfect home that he created for us, and then there's this fall and we're sent out of the perfect home, the garden mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's everything's broken. But one day he's coming back. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we're in this time. It's that that already, but the not yet. Like right. he's come and rescued us, but he's going to come again and restore everything. So we live uh, in this like life between two gardens, you know? Oh, yeah. And so um, Lisa Turkers talks about this. We've been doing these Word Alive events. And yeah. it is so, it is, she was like, so if you are like um, this idea of, you're like, gosh, it's, I wish that my relationships were better. Mm. I wish that my marriage was better. I wish that I was married. I wish that my job was better. I yeah. wish that people treated each other better. Like this this sort of discontent um, is right because yeah. etched into our hearts is perfection. Like sure. that's where we started. And so, and one day he's going to come back. Jesus is going to come back and make everything, restore everything again. But right now we're away from home mm. and we're not we're not where we're meant to be. And so I don't know that we're homeless. We're just... We just haven't gotten home yet. You know? Yeah, that's we're, right. And we're, we just know it. And we just know it. And yeah. so this guy um, is amazing, Dr. Jeremy Begbie. He's a, he's a professor of theology and also a classical pianist. And so he talks about, oh. and I know you love music, so you're yes, just going to love this. Yes, I know. Okay, I love this so much. I've heard him speak. He, um, I think he's at Duke Divinity School in Cambridge, you can look that up later. Yeah, yeah, Sorry, yeah. Dr. Will. Jeremy Begbie, if I that have That totally you sounds at the like wrong. a name that Andrew Peterson would put in a book. Oh, Dr. Jeremy Begbie. Jeremy Begbie. Yeah, I did it. Uh, I don't know why I said that like a pirate. No, it's, <laughs> because it's Andrew Peterson would for sure. <laughs> exactly. Um, so he talks about how music music taps into this idea of home away home. So you start off in a key, Mm -hmm. you have the key that you start off and you always wander away from that key and then you go back home. So a piece of music that, that isn't even has, it has no, it can have no words. You can be on the edge of your seat with longing because it taps into this human, this thing that is written into us that we were home and we're away from home, but we long to go back home. Yeah. And so um, even if you sing something as simple as Mary had a little lamb, little lamb, little lamb, Mary had a little lamb whose fleece was white as snow. You're literally like, go back home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snow is the key. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So literally a piece of music. And I, I think this is part of why music kind of sneaks through the back door of, and taps into these like human longings mm. because it demonstrates this idea that we're not home yet. Yeah. Yeah. When you're making music, do you think about that? Yeah, I do. Now, now I do. After, yeah. after I heard him speak, he came and spoke here in Nashville. Mm-hmm. I don't know, probably about what made six you go? years ago. Oh, six a years friend ago. Of mine, a friend of mine was like, you got to come hear this guy. And it was a tiny little room. At a cathedral, the brilliant downtown. ones always are. Isn't that crazy? Right? I, I know. just and I just wept through the whole time he was mm. talking to furious notes. Yeah, still have my little journal. Where yeah, I, where I wrote down what he was sharing. So anyway, yeah, I think about it a ton. Yeah, wow, <laughs> Isn't that great. And maybe there is something about this. May be taking it too far, but maybe there is something about 
Christmas being at the end of the year that takes us back home, right? Totally. totally. Maybe that's just how we just go like, oh, this is the end of it. Like yeah. everything resolves now and yeah. we'd start over. Yeah. Well, and that longing, I mean, I, just thinking about 400 years of silence from the Old Testament oh, to the gosh. New Testament, just that ache and that longing, we know we know what that's like. And so the fact that like God yeah. wrapped in flesh, entered the world that day, but then knowing that we're still longing yeah. for him to come yeah. again. I don't know. There's something really beautiful. And that 400 years, that. to me, that is... <gasps> That 400 years where he was silent, I I think of that more Old Testament God versus New Testament God. I think of that window more than I do like the sacrifices and the did it where they go like, look what Jesus did for us. Right. I always think that means I can hear God anytime I want to. And we don't have to wait. Can you imagine? Like I'm making decisions in my life that I think, how would I do this if God was not telling me? If he didn't speak. Yeah. 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 And I, 400 years, that's the entire age of our country. <laughs> Right? Like so long. Where he would be where he was silent. Yeah. Not a single person got to hear from him. I can't imagine. I'm, I'm kind of glad I didn't live during Oh. That. Can you I, who did? I don't know anybody who did. I don't know anybody who did. Like they we don't know any of their names. But four hundred years worth of people lived and then Jesus came. And then he came. And then he came and changed everything. And and I do, I think uh, so many times when people talk about the price Jesus paid, they talk about redeeming our sins and he's the perfect lamb and right, all that right. true and good. Right. But I also think, oh man, you made it so that God's not silent. Yeah. The curtain was torn. So yes. there's not, we can come to you. We yes. can come to you. We're yes. not just separated. We don't have to have all this cleansing before we just come. Right. And I just love, I love, I think that heart, the heart of like Jesus coming to us is communicates God's heart for us that he wants us to draw near. And, yeah. and for me, almost every year in December, there's this sense of like, come home, draw yeah. near, like rest, yeah. find your true rest and your true identity, your true home. Yeah. It's in me. How do you find rest? You have music and books <laughs> and now three kids since you were here last time, you've had a baby. I know. He's so cute. Guy. Thanks. Little oh, Rivers. Oh my gosh. So, it's been so much fun. He looks like Emmy Lou, yeah? He does. Yeah. yeah. Compared call. to looking like Huck, Huck yeah. who looks just like Drew. He looks me. like Drew's mini. Yeah. He yeah. Does. It's crazy. Yeah. He really does look like um, Lulu. And I, it's been a really sweet, it's been. It's been a really sweet season. And you know, it's interesting. Um, in this season, I, I did not know that we were going to have him when we have him. So yeah. I had him. So he came right after our music festival. Right. Drew and I threw Oh my gosh. Literally like, the days. next day. Yeah. Right? <laughs> days. You were on stage dancing and singing. I was like, what okay. is she doing? I, was, I think I mainly made people nervous. People were like, don't baby on the stage. Like, don't have a baby. Don't baby on the stage. Uh, but he came two days after Moon River Festival. Mm -hmm. So his name is kind of attached to that. And this was yeah. really cool. The Head and the Heart played. Yeah. They were the last band that played on Friday night. And I left Saturday morning before the festival was over so I could go home and like get ready to have a kid right. probably. Right. And um, the last song that they sang is called Rivers and Roads. Oh. And it's that line, Rivers Till I Meet You. And yes. Drew and I were standing side stage knowing that we're naming this little boy of ours, Samuel Rivers. Yeah. We were like, Rivers Till I Meet You. What? <laughs> so I go home that night and um, drive home the next day. And on Saturday night, I'm making like a playlist because I always listen to music when I have kids because I feel Dude. like that. Yeah, I just think it's so cool. So I know which yeah. song uh, was playing when each of my kids entered the world, which oh, is pretty wow. That's special. That's really cool. And um, it, this is so crazy, but we hit that playlist. And if he did not arrive while that song, <gasps> you are lying to me. Heart was playing his first cry. Did they know? The head they of the heart know? know? I don't think they oh, know. So you if you're listening, them. guys. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, they're big listeners. Who knows? <laughs> Huge but fans. I love. I love that. Isn't that so cool? And that it's is so, such a good song. It's such a good song. I mean, so. I feel like that's the song that people. That's what Head and the Heart is known for. But once you know Head and the Heart, that's the song you love. That's the song you love. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it's like why they were closing the show with it, probably. Yeah, yeah. But man, it is just so and anyway, that was real. He came song. like cried, first cry in the middle of that song. And Drew and I just look over and we're just uh, weeping. You know, just right. Like, oh, buddy. Right. So um, anyway, it's been really good. But as it turns out, with three kids at home, um, I, I had 
five weekends of, of travel scheduled in a row at two weeks. So when he was two weeks old, I oh my gosh. hit the road, had already booked all those shows before we knew that he was going to come, had also released a book and a record. I mean, yeah. it just was kind yeah. of crazy. Yeah. But what was has been so sweet is um, it's actually work has felt, there's been an element to rest yeah. with my work because it's been just quieter, like the traveling with just him. And it's been yeah. a really sweet time with him. And yeah. so I know I need to take rest apart from work, but it's been a, it's been kind of a sweet, I was so um, overwhelmed when I kind of realized all of this work was right up, lining right up with his birth, you know, I was oh, just yeah. like going. Oh yeah. Cause th- what the world may not know is we book like 12, 18 months out. Right. Yeah. And you've you, committed to these you things before signed you signed contracts. Were yeah. yeah. And I didn't yeah. know that we were going to have him. Yeah. So um, I was really overwhelmed and prayed a lot like for peace and provision. And it was so sweet because it was one of those things where um, what what maybe could have felt like it could have crushed me just felt like actually like rest and yeah. such a gift. And I yeah. love my work. I love getting to do right. my job. But I, it felt like a lot. And it was yeah. so sweet to see God provide, even in the midst of a really busy season, some true like restful moments and days, even on the yeah, road, traveling yeah. with a new little baby. So yeah. and he goes so with you everywhere. He's, I mean, he has to, but yeah, yeah. He's, he's actually just taking a nap at home right now. Cause <laughs> I am only about six minutes away. That's right. That's right. We are right I now. knew it. I knew it. I was like, we will start when you get here. We he's will not go. alone though. He's yeah. with a baby. Well done. Well done. <laughs> are Huck and Amy Lou both in school? They are. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Five days. Emmy Lou just started kindergarten. Huck's yeah. in two days a week and then okay. with our nanny on the other day. Oh, that's great. It's fun. How's Emmy Lou love kindergarten? Oh my I goodness. bet she's just the best kid in the class. She was you know what's so funny, Annie? She comes home and I was so nervous about that transition. Yeah. Like I just I was just there's so much less time that you have with right. them. And then right. I travel on the weekend. So right. anyway, that that it has just been such a joy though, because there's almost a rhythm. Um, more so to our for our family because we she's got to get to bed earlier. She's yes. tired, yeah. And we're, we sit down at breakfast in the mornings all together, and we sit down at night more yeah. often than we used yeah. to. But I that little kid, I feel like we hear verbatim what she she goes. She's like this at dinner. She's like. Clap two times if you hear me. Oh. Clap two times if you hear me. Everybody's <laughs> eyes on me. Repeat after me. Turtle. And she's doing the motions. I literally I had her parent teacher conference. I was like, I think I know exactly what you're saying oh and gosh. doing with the kids because she's just like a little teacher. Yes. You know, anyway, so it's been a really sweet oh my season. Gosh. Eyes on me. Eyes, eyes on, on me. <laughs> Clap two times if you hear me. She's amazing. What the teacher say when you told her all that? She, she was died. like, oh, those are all exact things that yes, I say. She was I like, know. I feel a little bit exposed right now oh. <laughs> and I was like no it's all great things yeah like, just things. so you know everything you say comes home comes to me home. literally I will hear it. <laughs> so it, she'll be like Emily will be like be a bucket filler not mm. a bucket dipper mm. mom be a bucket filler I'm like what okay you're learning right. some good things yeah school. is she in public school or private school she's in private school we I was public school teacher like you. yeah I yeah. loved it so much so there was a death there for me but yeah. um we take her on the road with us and right. so we would be in trouble like truancy wise with, right with metro national public yep. schools yeah so we she ended up at a at a small little private school that when we met with them because uh, I looked at homeschooling as well but that felt like a lot like because yes. I'm kind of working pretty full time yeah. and then trying to do school too. So there will be different seasons. We'll take it year by year. Yep. But for now, this precious little school was just like, hey, travel is an education and we will partner with yeah. you. And so I bet people ooh. outside of Nashville don't realize how many of our families have to think about truancy. Yeah. Oh, and it's yeah. like no joke. Like they, they no, like you can get in trouble with the government if you're a road family. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like she's on the road with us, you know, anywhere 15 to 20 days a semester. Yeah. And and that feels too too sweet right now to give right. up. And, and like also she's so smart that she can miss yeah, she'll be, some yeah. kindergarten. I, and I used to teach, so I'm like, we'll stay on top of whatever, you know. Right, so right, 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 right. Anyway, it's felt it's, – it's been really sweet. I think sometimes when – God calls you to something, it feels overwhelming for your family. You're like, there are implications for my other people and, yeah. you know, these little people that I'm leading. And it's been a really sweet thing to see him just make a way, like mm. to say, if I've called you to this, like, um, I'm going to make a way for you to do this and yeah. to figure this out. And I've called your family to this as well. And mm. so the hard and the good that come with this, like I, I have 
plans and purposes for that too. Yeah. And so it's been a really sweet thing for me. I talked to uh, a mom recently uh, who's been on the road whose kids are older and uh, they ended up homeschooling most of the time. The kids were a part of this tour, you know, it was like a family affair. And she said, but you know what? Don't look at me. Don't get your marching orders for your family from me. Mm. You get them from the Lord. And wow. you do what he tells you to do. Yeah. Don't look to the right or the left. And man, isn't that good for all of it? I'm right. just going, we don't have to do it like right. this person on Instagram does it or even like this other touring family does it. We yeah. just are going to be answering to the Lord and giving surrendered yeses mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And so I think well, I'm with you. I'm such a fan of public school. And and I think it's important that Christian families be in public school when totally. that's right for your family. But you're, I mean, I can list out 10 families that we're friends with that they would get in trouble with the government if they right. put their kids in public school. Yeah. So you're, you just, just can't be like, there. You can't, yeah. You can't yeah. do it. And, and you also can't ask them to, you know, bend all the rules just for, you sure, know, that sure. you, you understand that there's like policy in place for, for good reason. Yeah. You yeah. Because yeah, some kids, care. they can't get to school and they're trying yeah. to make sure that they, yeah. they have a way to make sure kids yeah. get in education. That's right. Okay. So before you had Emmylou Huck Rivers, you were you already, I mean, I know this answer, but I'm going to ask you, were you <laughs> already thinking about writing children's stuff and doing music for kids? You know, I think it was probably there. I feel like a kind of kid at heart. Like yeah. I feel like a kid some, sometimes. And sometimes when I'm writing my own music, I feel like I'm just singing what my own little forgetful heart needs to right. hear. And so in a sense, uh, and then I've seen kids connect with my music that I release normally over the course of all these years. So yeah. I don't know that I like intentionally knew that I would be writing kids music and kids books, but, but generally my music is a way of, of processing my life, you know? So right. I, I am definitely in the season of little kids. So it kind of makes sense to me. I mean, the book was inspired by a question, the very question that is the title of the book. He yeah. sang the first song, which Emmylou asked me like two years ago. And um, what did so, you do that day she asked you? Ugh, I love I love it so much. I did whatever what every good parent does when you don't exactly have a good answer right away. Right. You just repeat the question and right. say, that's a really good question. Who sang then, the first song? Yeah, what yeah. do you think, Emmy Lou? And she shrugged her shoulders. She was like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Dolly Parton? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I am raising you right, child. You are from Tennessee, (laughs) sister. And I just, but I also thought to myself, maybe I should do a little more research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Write a book about it, which is not what I do for every question that she asks. Right. I mean, you could. uh, You could, yeah. It could happen. The questions continue. The the questions keep coming. I believe it. (laughs) But who wrote the first song is the title of your book. That's your first book, right? Who sang the first song? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Who sang the first it's song? It's okay. Sorry. It's it's pretty much the same thing. But, um, I I it is my first book that I've yeah, ever released. Yeah. Which is kind of What's fun. it been like? You know, it has been so whimsical and fun yeah, to write yeah. a kids' book. Everybody wants to write a kids' book because it just seems like such a dream. It is. Yeah. It is. Do it. Yeah. Um, but it is it has been such a joy. For a couple of reasons. One, I think sometimes like as adults with responsibilities and and jobs and relational issues and stuff, we carry all these different roles that we play. You yeah. know, I'm the leader of this. I'm, I'm CEO of this company or this is my job or this is my role as a mom or as a friend. And I think before before we fulfill any of those roles, we forget that we are first and foremost beloved sons and daughters. Yeah. We're God's kids. Yeah. And if I can remember that, it changes everything. And then the other thing that we do as grownups is I think sometimes we overcomplicate things. Yeah. And so writing for children, both this book and then these songs for kids has been such a sweet thing to just sit in, in some of the most simple and profound truths that there yeah. are. Yeah. And, um, and that's Which is why we really, love Jesus storybook bible too that's it because it's like man this is this is the story that we were made for we're we're loved and so um it has been just it's been a joy and then also illustrations are super fun yeah Uh, okay so did you yeah talk to me about that process because i haven't haven't done that yet where did you pick out the illustrator did you did they assign her to you how'd it go well they gave me a lot of freedom bnh did i was so grateful they were like if you want to you know look around 
the internet and right. find a children's illustrator. So I literally found Kayla Heron um, searching a, a hashtag no. on Instagram for children's illustrator. No I way. So I, and her work came up and I just, it. she made me, her work made me laugh out mm, loud sometimes. Mm. It was like very sophisticated, but very whimsical as well. And um, I was so thrilled when she, when B&H let me, let us approach her to see yeah. if she would want to work. And then when she agreed to do the illustrations for the book, they're just stunning. They're yeah. so beautiful. And she even actually, um, I, I asked if it would be possible to like draw my kids into the book. And so I sent her pictures of my really? kids and she drew them in and, and she even took a guess at what Rivers would look like because he no. wasn't born yet. I oh mean, my gosh. He came like two weeks before the yeah, book Yeah, that's released. right. So literally uh, all my kids are are. Just in, somewhere in yeah, it. Is it like a picture? Are they in every picture on every page? They're not. They're not. But they're on the they're on the cover. Yeah. And Huck are on the cover. And then there's one page that has all of them. Oh my gosh, that's so fun that people so should be like, fun. find Emmy Lou. Find Emmy Lou on every page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, so, so that's fun. been that has just been sweet. And I think too, like, um, even doing the research for this book, I referenced Sally Sally Lloyd Jones, uh, both her Jesus Storybook Bible and Thoughts to Make Your Heart Sing. Yes, which is oh, which is like her. Gosh. It's a family devotional, but she doesn't call it a devotional. I love she's that like, so much. What kid would want to read a devotional? How I boring. So Thoughts to Make Your Heart Sing. <laughs> right. But when she talks about the creation story, she says that God sang it into being. Yeah. And so I just I I am grateful to call her a dear friend. So I called her. And I said, Sally, is that like, is that just a beautiful metaphor that God gave mm. you that he sang the world into being for the joy of it? That's how she says yeah. it. And I said, is that just a metaphor that God gave you? Or is this like theologically grounded? And she pointed me to a Tim Keller sermon on Genesis chapter one. Yeah. And he talks about how Genesis one was written in the form of an archaic Hebrew poem. Okay. And so he says, I think so many people in the creation story want to talk about how God made the world, but he's like, I want to focus on why he made the world. Mm. And why is the first thing that we see in scripture literally written in the form of a song? Why yeah. would God do that? Yeah. He said, I want to propose that perhaps God sang the world into being because he intended the entire creation and every single one of us to sing of the extravagant love and goodness and faithfulness. Okay. And I was like, you know, I know. Crying, I know. To sermon, and he said, "But, and he said, what does God's song say? There's so much. When you go back to Genesis one, there's so much repetition. And then there was morning, and then there was evening. And God said, it was good. It yeah, was good. So, what does God's song say? You're good. You're wonderfully made. Yeah. But we all know that we're not good. Like we know this earth, this world is broken, and it's mm. it's a mess. Mm-hmm. And um, he said, where else though do we see the words in the beginning? And he takes us to John, to John chapter one. Yeah. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And so it's through the living word, Jesus Christ, that died for us and rose again from a grave that we can all be restored to sing that the God yeah. intended us for all all to be singing anyway, that we are good, that we are wonderfully made and that God's faithfulness will never leave us. Yeah. And so I just love this idea of... of the book being a, a conversation starter, um, because I think all of us wonder, like, what am I here for? What mm. am I made for? And is it just for families that are Christian with Christian parents? I don't think so. You know, it's interesting. I did an interview um, the other day for the message for Series Six and the yeah. message, yeah, yeah, and yeah. the guy who was engineering um, the session was was from a different faith background, and it was so sweet talking with him. He was like, "I love that you're talking about." creation and how it sings and that's what we were made for and so it seemed to kind of connect and resonate with him as well but it does point to god being our creator and our maker and uh, but i think when you look outside for me so often when i forget you know who god is and and how he loves us so often i'm reminded um by the world, by the earth, by the beauty. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're in fall, you know, fall winter season right now. Right. And all the trees look dead and there's yeah. no leaves on them. And then in spring, life is going to come bursting yes. forth yes. from those dead. Like yeah. there is evidence in the story of re- resurrection written into the very fabric of our earth. And yeah. I just love, I just love how often I'm reminded of that. And so um, my hope is that the book and then the music, the songs that I wrote to go kind of along with this book would be conversation starters. 
supporters for mm-hmm. parents and, mm-hmm. and kids. And and I think, too, like this idea that God intended all of us to sing, and that's not necessarily a song. Maybe that's hosting a conversation on a podcast or sure. writing a book or having a friend over. Or yeah. I just was leaving BP and this little, the, the gas station, and this little girl was in the front seat, and she just gave me the biggest smile and waved oh. at me. And I just thought, man, God made you to be yeah. kind. and that's and, right. And and friendly towards other people. Yeah. And that's the song that he gave you to sing. So this yes. idea of like, how can we use the gifts God's given us to be co-creators with him yeah. and, to, and to send beauty and love and light out into the world and into our neighborhoods yeah. feels like a really fun conversation to yeah. be a part of. So much I think about what gifts can we give to people who don't believe everything we believe, but it starts a conversation. Yeah. And so I, I do love that about your book. So yeah. whether you were going to say it or not, I was going to say what I love. One of the things I've loved about it is I've thought, man, there are two or three families that I go, I can put this to them and send it as a Christmas gift and just see what God does. Yeah. See the conversations that he starts. And yeah. I, I think, I don't know. I just, that, that floors me. So thanks yeah. for, thanks for sharing that. Cause I think all of us, this idea, whether you acknowledge that Jesus is your Lord and Savior and maker or not, he still made you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he made, he's, I think he, like, I love this idea of, you know, we talk about the fall and original sin, but before that there was original blessing. Yeah. We're yeah. all made in the image of God yeah. and, and anything good in any of us comes from him. Yeah. And so this idea. And of, I think people know that, right? I think no matter what you believe, you know that there's something else. There's something bigger. Yes. I mean, I, yeah, just even having the experience, having had the experience of a person growing mm-hmm, inside of you, mm-hmm, I am mm-hmm. like, oh, there is a higher power. Because I am really? not telling my body, like, make sure you grow the fingernails today. Right. Don't right. forget to connect the nerves up here with the with the toes. Yeah. Or make sure the kidneys are working up. And, like, right. I, you don't do any of that. I don't do any of that yeah. at all. We don't do and that for ourselves. We, we don't, don't tell do our hearts to be. We don't tell it. our lungs to work. And yeah. So the miracle of the way that that all of us are just right. literally woven together right. feels right. like evidence to me of of a higher power. Right. There is really something about having faith conversations with each other and having books that we put in front of our kids that tell them more about God and books that we put in front of kids who don't know God that introduce Him. Totally. Right. Absolutely. Just 100%. as a gift. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, you're a young life person, right? And yeah, so, so, so much of young life is what if we just put in front of you these ideas? Yeah. And let you think about them. Yep. And then we will ask you some more questions. Here's a story that we believe to be true. What do you think about it? Yeah. We love you. Yeah. Yeah. Come as you are. That's it. Yeah. That's it. it and so it. there's so many of my friends I know that are listening and it's true about me that I have friends in my life that don't believe everything I believe, but I want to give them things, especially at Christmas. Yeah, I, I want yeah. the gifts to say like, I love you. Come as you are. Yeah. Here's this. Here's this. Here's what do you this. think about it? Who do you think sang the first song? Yeah. Right? Absolutely. And man, the more we can have those conversations, especially with people who think differently. Than mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm. Tell Never. me, I mean, you're... That's one of my favorite things about Young Life is so many different people get together of different belief systems to some degree, especially like camps and stuff. How has that impacted your faith to have people around you that didn't believe in Jesus yet? Oh, I think it's changed everything about the way like it makes you want to cry. Yeah. Um, I think because at the end of the day, we're all made for story. Yeah. Yeah, And um, when you sit down and across from somebody who believes differently from you, who comes from a different background than you do, and you just listen to their stories, there is um, something really, really powerful and good Mm. connecting at the level of just being human, a human who has a story just like everybody else and everybody's got a story. And usually there's pain and suffering in it. Right. And um, I think part of being human is to suffer like, Mm -hmm. and is to ache. And it's that whole thing. We're in between two gardens. Yeah. It's like, this is not, it's broken down here. Um, But to then be able to introduce uh, them to, I think, the most beautiful story that I can think yeah, of. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that God suffered to. I was about to say that includes so much that suffering. That includes so much suffering yeah. that doesn't. And so much injustice. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't that right. doesn't discount or or say that any of it is okay. Right. But that reckons 
there's yeah, a reckoning. That's right. And that's and right. a restoration that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't think of any more beautiful story uh, to tell or to right. share and and to be able to do that in a way um, that's a conversation and that starts with listening yeah. has been, it's changed everything. And it's made me, if, after I spend time at a Young Life camp, I think mainly, how can I love people? Yeah. Whether that's the person at the gas station checking me out or right. my grocery, I mean, right. or my neighbor who I totally disagree with on all these things. How can I just love them and mm. get to a place where I can be a better listener. Yeah, my podcast listener friends have probably heard me say this before, but something I've been doing a lot lately in my quiet time, for lack of a word that I don't hate, um, in my like time in the morning, is I'll write a scription. I'll say, if this is true, then what? Mm-hmm. If So if Psalm 23, Psalm 23 in the Passion Translation says, God is my best friend and my shepherd, and I have everything that I need. I have more than enough. I have more than enough. And so I write in my journal, if God is my best friend and my shepherd and I have more than enough, then what? Then what? And so one of the things I love about Christmas is you cannot turn anywhere and not see a nativity scene. Right. And not see, and it, so it almost gives me this, it gives us all this starter conversation with our friends of going, okay, no matter what you believe, what if that's real? Then what? What if? Yeah. What, if what if Jesus is actually who I think he is? Then what does that mean for you? Don't argue with me. Just answer, what does it mean? You know, like, yeah. don't tell me how he's not. Just tell me what it means if he is. Ooh, right? Because then you get good. to go, okay, if if he's really who Annie thinks he is and he really rescues, I've been looking to be rescued. Yeah. And if he really brings salvation and if he really will forgive me of this stuff that I feel trapped in, yep. then what? Yeah, we know you feel trapped because the Bible says that sin entangles us. Right. Yeah. Right. And it does. Oh my gosh. I mean, I'm like the president of that fan, that club of getting entangled. No joke. Right. And so, and then I just love the idea of like, I'm not going to force you to believe this. I'm just going to say to you, if that's true, what are you going to do then with what? that? What do you do with what? that? And Christmas, it, it's like on every window. Yeah. You know? It's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. And it's He's the everywhere. season where it, there's a gift. I don't know. It's like, I, I think for me, when you do experience like being entangled, being rescued, feeling hopeless and finding hope Mm. in the midst of situations and circumstances where it makes literally no sense to have hope. Yeah. uh, I think when you experience that, you, that is like a treasure Yes, and it's a treasure that you want to share with other people. There's stories that you want to tell other people about. And so this idea of, of the greatest gift of all, you know, right. in my mind, yeah, um, is like this companion, this, yeah. this sense of we none of us want to be alone. And here mm-hmm. is this story of like saying, you never have to be you alone. You never again. have to be alone. You yeah, have you don't alone. have to be in the silence. Like, you don't ever have to be in the silence. <laughs> then what? Years what if you over? never have to be alone again? Yeah. You know? Then what? Oh, then that's what? a good question. If so if good. if the Bible is true and God is real, and I'm never have to be alone again, then, then what? what? Then how the, how I handle my day different, how Ooh. I handle people different. Yeah. You know, I was talking with a friend the other day, and I was saying to her, she had kind of asked me like say some hard things to me, and I kind of said like, the thing I kept saying is, you just keep operating like you're the only one who takes care of you. Wow. And so you're doing all these things defensively because you think no one else cares, and the reason someone's accusing you of being selfish is that you. You are being selfish because you think no one else cares. I get it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But that's not, true. Not You're, true. You don't have to take care of yourself. So what if, if God is, if the Bible is true and God is real, and then you don't have to take care of yourself because you are going to be taken care of, you don't have to be then selfish. What? You can just do things for other people. Because you're going to get taken care of. You know? It is. It's one of the most beautiful things. I think. And and that's Jesus, right? He's always looking out, like he's yeah. looking up to the Father and out to other people. And man, when we look up to the Father first, like I think of that that verse from Psalm thirty four five or thirty five four. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Just go look it up later. Yeah, yeah. But but those who look to Him are radiant. Their yes. faces are never covered. Never in shame. covered in shame. When I know that I am loved, when I know that I'm cared for, that I'm provided for, I will interact with the world in a different way. Yep, I'll that's right. With my kids, with my friends. 
with my boyfriend, with my husband, whatever. Yeah. I don't have a boyfriend and husband. I'm just giving examples of <laughs> right, right, right. My examples boyfriend of is things. my husband. Yeah, sure. but but it is it it will change everything because um, you're entering into the relationship that you were made for. Yeah, and and which is a place of um, protection and provision. And I think when you operate from that place of being protected, provided for, known, and loved, mm. you can then stand up and do that for other yeah. people. Yeah, without fear. Without fear. And you, and you get taken care of. Yeah. When you think about gifts that people should be giving this Christmas. Yeah. Like, obviously, your book and a CD. What other, sure. like, what other kids' books come to your mind or young adults or books in general? Books in general, yeah. Well, I mean, we've talked about this one. But it's my favorite book to give. I think it's the book that I've ordered the most on. Oh my gosh, you just hit repeat on Amazon. Amazon, yeah, is yeah, yeah. The, is is the Jesus Storybook Bible? Yeah, I, yeah. I, and and then they also have so that's with pictures and everything. But mm-hmm. she also has Sally Lloyd Jones has the the story of God's love for you. Oh, like I haven't seen paperback. that one. It's like a grown up version. Yeah, it just is. It's the same words, but just in a paperback version. And I'm like, this is great. Yeah. Giving an adult like a oh, I've given so many adults. I have. I've been like, sorry. <laughs> so there's a paperback version yeah. of that. And do you know I great. listen to the audio all the time? Do it's you have the so, audio? I do. Oh. I just, I just got it. I think you actually told me about Maybe. that. Maybe, yeah, I love it. And I, it's I such a gift. Just got that. Uh, another kids book that she reads truth just released. Yeah, that's just right. We'll do their, their Christmas this is book. Christmas. Yeah. yeah, this is the Christmas story, and that one has been. Uh, really, really lovely. And then we actually are giving our kids this year, which this is duh, but I'm really excited to read it a lot. We're doing the Chronicles of Narnia. This are year. you? Yeah, You're going to read them? We're going to start reading it. And then we're going to launch into, uh, we're, we're getting into the point where we can do chapter books, which feels yeah. so exciting. And then yeah. we're going to do uh, one of my favorites, Andrew Peterson's uh, the Wing Feather Saga. Yes. Which is- oh, you know when I had him on the show, I was like, we have to talk about everything because I'm such a huge fan of yours. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I love his. But I think that's smart to start with C.S. Lewis. Yeah. And yeah. start with like humans that they yeah. make sense, yes. and animals and then, that make sense, and then go to Andrew Peterson that has yeah. like you super know, fanciful, yeah, yeah a whole yeah. other world, yeah, other world like kind of stuff. What made y'all want to do that? We started talking about it. We have a couple of friends with kids who are a little bit older than us. And so really just conversations with other parents. They were like, yeah. we've started doing this, and it has been uh, amazing. Yeah. So uh, I'm so excited about yeah. this next little season. That's really yeah, sweet. Of yeah. starting to, to enter into, because that's the deal. We're made for story. And I think that's what a really good story does is it draws us, yeah. it draws our own stories in. So, What are you asking for for Christmas? Oh, you know, Annie, it's my favorite company, but I have a big, long wish list from Abel. Do you? I know. I know. I I just need some things, man. I go in there. I go to the sale rack. You know, the flagship store in Nashville has that sale section? Yes, yes, yes. I just go in there and get lots of things. It is. It is so, so good. But actually this year for, so I do have a couple things from them. And I just love that when you're buying from a company like Abel, you know that you are, you are entering into other women's stories. Yeah, you're, that, that's you're right. Giving them a chance. They do all living wage stuff. I mean, yeah. it's just their f- company. Man, so hadn't full that have been integrity. amazing? Them releasing like, here's what we pay our here's people. Here's what we pay our lowest paid people. Yes. and we want accountability yep. to say we're going to tell you that we're better. Yep. But here's here's yep. some. I just love it. Some transparency. Yeah. I totally which love it. Amazing. Um, so I love supporting what they do, and there's tons of great companies like that. But um, I also uh, Drew and I decided to to, you know, scale back a little bit on the gift giving this year um, for each other. And we're actually, instead of just gifts, we're going to actually like um, plan a trip or an experience together. Oh, yeah. Like y'all did for your anniversary. Like we yeah, did yeah. for anniversary. Yeah. So not anything crazy big, but right. just like we were like, I think we'd rather just spend our an money and our yeah. time I don't know, just That's putting brilliant. it towards making a memory. Yeah. So I don't know what that'll be, but we're going to go out to a nice dinner and make a plan. Yeah, 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 make a plan. That's really fun. That be really fun. I love so. it. How do y'all do, We a thing we're crossing, a road we're crossing in my family is there are six grown children. Right. And three of the six are married. So there's nine kids, for lack of a better word, uh-huh. in our family. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do y'all draw names? Do you all get, do you set budgets? Ooh, help I love me. this. Yeah. No, we draw names. Okay. It do you is... draw names at Thanksgiving and then that? Yep. Or, okay. That's exactly right. And, and sometimes we're not even all there to draw names in my mom. I know. I think I'm just going to do everybody. it. Yeah. 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 But it is, it's so much. And then we do like a bigger, you know, we do like a bigger budget for one gift rather yeah. than like, you all get 
a $10 scarf. That's what we were doing. Yeah, yeah. Last year we did a $10 a person. And this year we're doing 50. I think it's what we decided to do is do like a gift for 50. Yeah. And then everybody's only, and you're still spending a little bit less. Yeah. But it's it's a way nicer gift. It's a nicer gift, which is so great. Yeah. Then we do usually like a, uh, like, Five to ten dollar like white elephant. So we always do okay. a lot of times we'll do that too, which okay. is so which is fun. And then you do the trading and yeah, gets totally. Fun. Okay, maybe we'll double down. Yeah. It's been really funny, Ellie, because our while we still don't have any kid kids, yeah. So our family hasn't changed, doesn't have that next generation yet. Right. But it does feel like something changes when you stop giving gifts like you've always given gifts. Yeah. You know, like you suddenly go like, Oh, we're doing that grown up thing that my I remember being the kid and my parents and, my parents and being like, that. why doesn't everybody get a lot of presents? Oh, you get one? That's terrible. That is yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. I remember I, thinking that. I am laughing. Well, and that's, we've, we've talked to Enneagram before probably. Yes. I yeah. 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 Remind seven, me what you are. Yes. You seven are. As we well. both are. Yeah. And I, it is so funny because every year at Christmas for my kids, I'm like, I always get too much. Yes, I'm going to give you everything. save it for the birthday. It just is like, yes. Yes. Oh, gosh. I know. That's I'm like, we should just get it all. We should just get everything you have on your list and then everything else I see. Oh, my gosh. Oh, BT dubs. I heard I had a fangirl. Annie Downs, I'm a fan of you. Obviously, you know this. But I was listening to the Sleeping at Last podcast. Yes. And he said that you have a a little fingerprint. Yeah, my laugh on is in there. Seven. I love it. It's so on his funny. song for the seven. I know. Those are so good. What'd you feel about that song? I wept my way through Thank it. Thank you. I wept. It's my just way beautiful. It. And then the affirmation in the podcast that he gives that you have enough. Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. you have enough. Ryan O'Neill did an episode of my podcast right after the seven song yes. came out. And I said to him, Chris Hewitts is one of the reason I listen to him when he talks about sevens and all Enneagram types is he is so compassionate toward each type. He is. When you listen to him talk, he's not, he doesn't seem to have favorites or everybody's his favorite, but he's very like, man, I know exactly why you're that way. And I get it. And I love some things about you. And here's what I love about sevens. And also, I'm so sorry for your pain. And you're just like, Chris Hewitt loves me. I feel like you know me. (laughs) You get me. (laughs) Um, I actually am going to get, there's a lyric from the seven song that I asked Ryan. I was like, can I like make that into a piece of art for my house? The one that says, um, I feel hope deep deep in in my my bones. bones, Tomorrow will be beautiful. That is the line that made me cry really than anything because I think sometimes and Chris was saying this like that sevens get written off for your like optimism it's like yeah. oh you don't really know how to do hard things right and it's like no it's hope My, yeah hope I just is, yeah. is deep and it's and it even mm-hmm. comes in the midst of deeply hard yeah sorrow yeah it's it's still there and how he was just saying to be brave and to not let the world diminish that. Right. Just felt like, okay. Okay, Chris. <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> I know. I know. That line, I just thought, I mean, Ryan's so brilliant writing all those songs, but I thought, man, he he honored us. I mean, the pressure. Can you imagine the pressure after the first two songs go pretty well? That Then oh the threes are like, I can't wait. And the fours like, I can't wait. And, you know. I know. I, I can't. Just the pressure yeah. of pleasing all those people groups. But he really did us... Well, I he think my version of seven, I know that everybody's really different, a but little bit different. I feel yeah. like he spoke me very well yeah. and just put some words to things. That I was like, when it says, um, when I'm standing still, I feel like I'm sinking in sinking sand. Ooh. I was like, oh my gosh, I get it. And there was a, in the progression, the progression yeah. of the song where he goes from, um, the first part is like, it's hungry. And then I am restless, I'm restless. Mm-hmm. I'm hungry and I'm ready. Ready. Yeah, there you go. I felt like that, like even that is a healthy progression of sevens from restless right. to hungry to ready. That's right. That's it's the right. same feeling. Yeah. You just either feel restless in it or hungry for it or ready for it. Well, it is. That's exactly right. And I think too, there, there's that space when he kind of goes into the, the vulnerable seven place mm-hmm. where it's like, but I want to be here. I want to yeah. really be here. Yeah. Which, which feels more Still, like, yeah. like that, like, and we're healthier when we have space and and margin, and we can focus on one thing and not have to do all the things. Yes, and yes. I think there is something that felt so affirming and encouraging to me to seek space and yeah. margin, like, because yeah. my words a lot of times are running off the pages. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, 
uh, there's this tension for me of wanting to do everything, but then wanting to have margin and space to just be in in yeah. each yeah. moment and and to rest and to yeah. fully be there. So yeah. that's been a really man. I just felt I felt schooled. I felt known and also schooled by yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I told him. I, I, I actually didn't cry the first time I was there. I said I just smiled because I felt like you knew me. I love it. I just I felt like you it. totally knew me, and I was so thrilled. You know, it's so interesting. Somebody told me the other day. Uh, I was grieving with a friend um, and we just, they were walking through a hard time and I was crying with them. And then as we began to pray, they told me this, that they were looking at me and tears were running down my face, but I was smiling. Yeah. They were like, I don't know how you're smiling and crying at the same time because I was Mm. legitimately crying. Yeah. Wasn't joy tears. Yeah. 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 Um, But I think it speaks to this idea that of hope. Like, yeah. and, and hope can go as deep as our deepest sorrow. Yeah, and, that's right. Um, when I'm a healthy seven, I can be unafraid of sorrow and pain yeah, and, yeah. and still also make a place and hold a place for that, yeah. for that hope. Yeah. And so anyway, that idea, I think that's what I was doing in that song as I yeah. listened to it. I found, I was like, I think I'm doing that thing where I'm crying. Right, I'm where smiling I'm smiling. Yeah, yeah. So Man, and I'll tell you, I don't know that we ever talked about this, but one of the one of the things you model so beautifully for me and friendship, but I also so love about you is that you do weep with people. Thanks. Like, yeah, people don't do that anymore. We don't. Re- I mean, we'll cry if someone dies with you, but but it's very rare that I have a friend who I can be like, if I need to cry about something, Ellie will not just listen; she will cry with I'll me. Cry with you. Not yeah. because you're emotional, but because you just enter into that. It's really generous of you. Thanks. I hope you know that it means a lot to people. So speaking of being in the moment, let's talk about 2019. Let's look ahead. (laughs) Tell me what you hope for next year. The future. I will call next year treasure hunt. Uh, Okay. Because that is how it always feels when I'm beginning to write a new project. Oh, I can't wait. um, And then speaking of margin, I am, honestly, I think sometimes I feel, uh, I've had, I've I've been in counseling a lot lately talking about this, but just had a conversation with guilt and shame. Mm. Um, But for, I will feel like it's too good. It feels too good to like make music and to take space to not just write, but to fill my soul with what yeah, is good. And yeah. with as, as a mom of three kids with tons of friends and responsibilities at work-wise, sometimes I feel like I, I don't know if I can take the space to yeah. just like sit and, and go exploring yeah. in my heart and yeah. God's word um, in literature. And so I am taking a year to give myself the freedom and the, and the space to... Oh my gosh. But you'll still travel and sing, yeah? No? I'll still do a little bit, but a lot less than I normally do. So I can Good create some you. margin and some space to play and yeah. to create. And I am so excited. About yeah. It. I cannot, I cannot wait. And it always feels like to me, and I don't know, I feel like this is probably the same way when you write a book, Annie, but but it feels like picking up breadcrumbs. Yes. You know, you're just like yeah. following, following just clues. following it. Yeah. Uh, so a yeah. treasure hunt. That's a beautiful name for what that is. Yeah. It yeah. Feels, I feel excited about it. So. Oh, I love that. And yeah. so then we'll, assuming the treasure hunt goes the direction of songs being written. Yeah. We'll have an album in 2020. Yeah. That's the, okay. that would be the goal. But in the same breath, I'm always yeah, like, no pressure here. I think for me, I want to get on part of that treasure hunt for me looks like getting on my face and saying, yeah. God, where next? Yeah. What next? I, I'm in for wherever yeah. you want me to go. Yeah. And so, um, and then doing some listening, some intentional listening yeah. on, on his instruction. So, yeah. um, I think probably as as it's always gone in the past, that's lent itself to songs coming. Yeah, but yeah. maybe not, you yeah. know. So, um, and in addition to a treasure hunt, I am floored yeah. about touring with my husband. Drew. I know y'all are doing we're like so the dearest tour, just the two of you, right? Yeah, it's called You and Me. It's acoustic, and we're in. I think we're playing twenty two shows in February, which has that is the days. shortest month of the year. That it is insane, is crazy. LA. So we are hitting the road, but it has been because we tour separately a lot yeah. of the time, and so to get to be on the road together again feels like. It is such a gift. And then we've also been making music, some yeah, new music yeah. together that we're going to be sharing. We do, this is maybe a spoiler alert, but we do a cover of one of our favorite songs of an artist that we've toured with. Oh, wow. Uh, before that is really, really 
really fun. Oh, and good. Sounds amazing. And so it's so fun to get to tour together, but then we're also bringing our kids out on the road some. Yes. And it's a really fun storytelling, intimate kind of night. And there's still some tickets left. There's I know still a some bunch of them left. are sold. A lot of them are sold out. Yeah. Uh, but there's still some cities that have tickets left, and, yeah. and I don't know. I mean, it's just one of my favorite. I sing some of my stuff. He sings his. We sing together. Yeah. And it's a really, it's a really fun night. Oh, so that's awesome. About Where can we tour. find all that? Elliholcomb.com. Okay. On my on my tour dates. Okay. Uh, is on the part of my website. Okay. Oh, man, I'm looking forward to that next year too. I just think that <laughs> I love when y'all get to be together, but y'all singing together is so, I mean, that's where we met. Was at a show in Atlanta when you were opening for Dave I Barnes? Know, right? That's the day we became friends. Yeah. Uh, 2008 or eight. seven? Eight. It was eight. It was eight. eight. Yeah. Which I was just so, I need to call Dave and thank him for that. Yeah. Like 10 years know. later. 10 years later, here we are. And here we are. On your podcast. I know, on a podcast. Who, at a Christmas party. Can you imagine telling us 10 years ago, by the way, in 10 years, you're going to be on a podcast. And you, we'd be like, oh, what? <laughs> what is that? Okay. I don't want to. No, we may have known what podcasts were because they're, but Maybe. I sure didn't know. They're more of that a thing sounds now. Fun. Yeah, for sure. And then I hope to write some more kids' books, too. Oh, I hope so. Because it's so fun. Yeah, I hope you do, too. I mean, they're just songs. Yeah, that's You write it. songs. For a board then, book, it's kind of yeah. like, it is. It's just funny, because I did not write the, I mean, it felt like similar to a song, but I didn't yeah. have a melody in my head. Usually for me, a melody comes first and then the words. Got and so it. this book was different. I'd written the book, and I was driving around in my minivan doing yeah. errands, and all of a sudden I was like... <gasps> The melody of the yeah, book. Yeah, this is yeah, it. yeah. So that was. Oh, a I fun. remember. I mean, I think most of our friends who are listening know that you and me, Amanda Bible Williams from She Reads Truth, and our other friend Kelly Kirker kind of have a little group together. And I remember when you read us the lyrics from a notebook the first time, and we were all like, "Oh my gosh, that's unbelievable!" It's <laughs> so those sweet. words are unbelievable. <laughs> oh, I so good. Friend. So Thank I'm so you. thankful that you wrote that. I hope a lot of people find it in their stockings at Christmas. Thanks, and, and I just think the more we can stack up on things that talk about God, but are also really um, available to people outside of our faith. Hey, what can, a gift. can I just say, yeah, I can't believe we haven't talked about this yet, but remember God, yeah, Annie, your Aww. book. Oh, speaking of things that should end up in people's stockings, oh, I know you, you're you. not asking me to do this, but no. I, I listened to it. I was, yeah. a, I, I bought it early. Uh, I'm on <laughs> you your mailing list. Thank the you. Really and I got the early download of the audiobook, which is so wonderful. So it's so fun when it's your friend who reads it. It's huh? so fun. I, know. I felt like I was hanging out with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the car and one time in the shower. Sorry, yeah, there no. you go. No, no, no. <laughs> of course, totally fine. Respect it. I just, I. I want to thank you for your bravery and your authenticity and um, for the way, I mean, I feel like that feeling hope deep in your bones. Yeah. That is what I walked away with from, oh, from wow. that book. And so I just, I, man, if you need a book that will help you not feel alone on the journey, yeah, get Remember God. Thanks, it friends. is just like, ooh, it is, yeah. it is powerful. You know what's been fun is this week alone, I've had two dudes come up and tell me how much they liked it. And that is like one guy here at my office just today was like, I don't know why I picked it up, but I did. And just told me kind of what his experience was with it. And I just think that's so sweet because I know girl, I mean, my friends are going to sure. read it. The girls, right, right, right. women are going to read it if they want to read it. Right. Um, but it's just sweet when dudes pick it up. Yeah, too. You're, you're like, just go oh, like okay, yay. I want men and women to not feel alone. Oh, so I love that. So good. You're sweet. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Hey, the last question we always ask, you know, how this goes, what sounds fun to you? <laughs> you know what? I pulled into this parking lot and there was a lime scooter right outside. Oh yeah. And there is I was one. literally like, all I want to do, I really want to go talk to Annie and then but get on a lime and ride all over. I just did it the other day with my friend who was in town from Salt Lake City. And we, it was this beautiful Okay, well, yeah, where'd y'all start? We were in, over in East Nashville, yeah, which is yeah, where yeah. I live. So we, yeah. there's, there's like limes They're all everywhere. over our yeah, neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so we walked down to the post office, jumped on and some limes. And limes are like birds, right? They're the They're same. They're like birds. Yeah, little scooters so you that just, you scan. You scan it with your phone. Yeah. I should it's have brilliant. worn it. I feel like I really should wear a helmet when I'm on Well, you are a mother of three. There are people who depend on you, but you I don't haven't have done that yet. You don't have to. But oh my, I was cheesing so you hard. You loved it. I was just like, this is the most fun thing ever. I just, I haven't done one here yet. I've done it in other cities. I know. I need to. Okay. I have a I'm friend in town this week, so maybe on my day off tomorrow you, we'll go. You need 
to do it. You're going okay. to love it. Where did y'all go? Y'all just went around East Nashville. We went to Mas like, Tacos. Oh, and, yes. And so was from like, your house to Mas Tacos? Tacos, yes. Oh, that's brilliant. It, it was. And then we went shopping at Vinnie Louise down the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just, it was like. I love Vinnie Louise. My best life now. I I was like, this is this so is much fun. And yeah. I just, so highly recommend them. Be okay. safe on the roads. Limes and Mas Tacos. Yeah. What's that soup there? I was just telling someone the other day and I just said, it's not the red one. That's the one I love is the not the red one. Not That's so dumb. Chicken tortilla. I mean, it's like a yeah, chicken but there's tortilla. Another oh, one. then there's the white bean soup. Yes, that Whoa. one. Oh, my gosh. Hallelujah. That stuff, I'm like, give it to me in a vat, literally. When I taste that. I just think this is probably going to be on the new earth. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> right? Sure. It's one of those things that you're like, when the earth is redeemed, yeah. this will be there. The belly ham pizza from City House <laughs> and that white bean soup from Mas Tacos. Those are, I don't know what else. I know you're right on those two. <laughs> Those two are like on the menu for sure. in heaven. For sure. Um, man, I love you. Thanks <laughs> for being too. on the show. I love so, when you are here. So Our people just, we share so many people that they are all thrilled you're here. I know. So We're all hanging you. out together. Merry Christmas, everybody. I mean, if you didn't know how kind and pure and sweet she was before, you know now, right? I mean, how do you resist being friends with a woman like Ellie Holcomb? What a gift. I'm so grateful. So make sure you grab her book, Who Sang the First Song, and the Sing Creation Songs album that goes along with it. But you know me, I am, I mean, I am a fan of Ellie Holcomb's music. And so if you don't have Red Sea Road, it is one of the finer albums that I've ever known. Really, it really is. It's one of the best albums I've ever known called Red Sea Road. You should see it. It's beautiful. Go look at the cover. It's Ellie standing like on a rock in front of water and her little dress is blowing in the wind. It's beautiful. Also, I mean, you can't go wrong with any of her albums, but As Sure As The Sun is another one that I just spin on the regular. So make sure you grab some of her stuff and follow her on Instagram, Twitter, all the places. Make sure that you tell her, thanks for being on the show. I'm always so grateful when she comes on. Hey, if there's anything I can do for you, I'm embarrassingly easy to find all year long, but particularly at Christmas. I am Annie F. Downs, F as in follow la 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 Anywhere you need me, that's where you'll find me, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. But reach out if I can help you up. That's what friends do, so I'm here for you. Our Christmas party continues on Monday with John McLaughlin, another incredibly good musician. He has a Christmas album. He has a new album that just came out. You're going to absolutely love it. So John McLaughlin will be on the show Monday. So we will see you back. Go out and do something that sounds fun to you and let the Christmas party continue. Y'all have a great weekend and I will see you Monday. Monday.